0: visit tecovas.com that's t-e-c-o-v-a-s.com
2: and don't go gently y'all fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home it's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way
0: Welcome
2: to Paddle Fin, the Fitzgate Podcast of All
3: Things Kyle
2: We are hosts a bunch of longtime fishermen. who decided to get the Kike Fishing World, and guess what?
4: They're taking you along
2: the ride. So buckle in and welcome, Paddle and Fin.
0: Welcome back everyone to the Paddle and Finn podcast. We are sitting down talking to the guys that we talked to for the Crossroads Kayak Bass Team Classic that just took place. We got Alan Weidmeyer, Joel Scarborough, Dusty Yacker, Matt Kiefer, and Steve Wilson on the line. So we are going to just talk about uh, how the event went and everything like that. Um, Let's start with Alan. Alan threw this whole thing together. I mean, what were your thoughts, man? Did it run as smooth as you thought? I know we had some hiccups down there, some things happened, things like that, but initial thoughts.
2: Well, you know, I just want to start out and say that I wasn't the one that ran it by myself. There's definitely a lot of people that came out to help, so you gotta give kudos to those guys. So, um, you know, Susie ran the tournament tournament director position while I was out in the water. Uh, Titus came to hang out, uh, Todd Patrick, um, Jason, um, all those guys, you know, pitched him where they could and uh, obviously Duke and all the catch team guys came out too to help. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it was a weird thing because obviously, you know, I was competing in the, in the event and, you know, it, it, being a director and being the one that organized everything, you know, you always have it in the back of your mind like you're trying to worry about that as well as fishing and everything else, so You know, it was kind of a lift from that, but obviously, you know, no event is ever perfect. Sure. Um, Especially something so new and you know such a unique concept like this. Um, So, you know, as you guys already know, you know, we had that event where uh, Brock uh, had that run-in with the boat. Um, You know, I was out fishing still at the dam, and you know, half hour before lines out, I find out that happened. So I had to quit early and head back to the ramp and get all that straightened out. But luckily, you know, he was okay. And, uh, you know, everything got sorted out with DNR, DNR, you know, stepped in and, uh, tabbed from, uh, the outdoor sportsman's lodge, helped him out too, to kind of get everybody corralled up and, uh, you know, get all that figured out. So that was good. Um, and then on day two, you know, with any new tournament, too, you know, things could get missed. Details can get missed. And, fortunately, we had to disqualify an angler on Sunday. Um, but, you know, that stuff happens happens more than you think. And, you know, it was just unfortunate that we had to, to do it. But, you know, we had to stick to the rules and do what was necessary to, you know, keep the integrity of the event intact and make sure we follow through with everything. But besides that, I think it went as smooth as it could. You know, it... It went up you know pretty well without uh many hiccups at all and you know everybody was pretty much organized that you know it ran pretty smoothly so you know i can't say you know it wasn't a good event because it was Uh, we did everything possible that we could to make it good
0: yeah no i totally agree man uh it seemed like uh everybody i talked to had an awesome time I mean, Dusty, what'd you think, man? What'd you think of the whole, whole shebang there, man?
4: You know, I, I, I wrote, I wrote a really lengthy ass post on, uh, on Facebook. Um, but, uh, I thought I, I, I really had a tremendous time. Um, I, 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 don't really recall, uh, like, um, another event that I fished this year being as social. I mean, maybe it was just me. I don't know, but it was really nice to have, I mean, two day events are really cool. I, I really like that. Even though I've had some bad experiences this year on day two, Sure. um, uh, they're really cool I do love those kind of events um, and it was really nice to sort of like the the glue of the two days to be the big cookout that we did uh, up by the cabins you know grilling out a bunch of burgers and brats you know do hooked it up um, and it was a it was a great time to like um, you know just be social and talk to people and get to know people a little bit closer from the teams uh, and just uh, um, you know, enjoy some food and break bread with other anglers, uh, you know, drink some cold ones. And the raffle prizes that, that they gave away were ridiculous yeah. and real super generous. So um, it was uh, it was just kind of neat to be to, to, to do that. Also, uh, it was really nice um, in a manual submission tournament. Uh, to have a, like a, a, a lot of judges set up that went so smoothly it went it went quick and it went smooth and it was you know uh, 50 anglers like you know submitting a lot of picks So sure uh, it, it was great. And and of course um, uh, Newton uh, Showed off what it what it's all about. You Heck know? Yeah, I mean it's it's not rated top 100 for nothing. Yeah uh, fortunately fortunately that the, you know the, the the gentleman that got uh, into the uh, accident with the boat fortunately that guy was all right Um and uh also uh unfortunately i didn't get uh, i didn't get it on tape but um launching by concha was 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 pretty cool man we had the you know the shotgun start yeah. and uh, they, had, they had they had the conch shell, uh conch or whatever it's called uh you know bl- blowing through there to, to to start us off that that was pretty neat man that's something i'll always remember
0: heck yeah um, man yeah. yeah yeah there's uh I got a video, a live stream video on the Facebook page. You guys, if you want to check that out, 50 kayaks all taken off at once. Um, That was from day two. And I think Susie posted one on the crossroads from day one, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I just really quickly wanted to add, sorry to interrupt, um, was that, uh, of course, this was a team thing yeah it's a you know that that i mean it that's not anything that I've really experienced before, and I do enjoy that I think it adds a a a really unique level to it, a nice element to it yeah um and that's something I'd like to get involved with again so um you know I wouldn't be surprised if you see a few more you know popping up around heck yeah you know around the country heck yeah, how about you,
0: Joel? you got anything to add to what these guys said
5: um well, I, first I apologize for my how my audio is. I'm driving home from work, so. Uh, but no, I think uh, both Alan and Dusty summed it up pretty good. Um, I guess the only thing I would add would be, you know, having 50 anglers out there. You know, everybody's trying to compete and, and win. And you know, I don't. I'd never ran into any problems. I wasn't expecting or anticipating to run any problems with anybody. You know, because we're all in water, but. You know, at one point, I think on day two, we had four or five people, maybe more sitting at the dam, and, you know, that was all cool, everybody just sharing water, not, you know, throwing over each other, or getting in people's space, that was good. Um, And I just, I would also add, you know, as Dusty had mentioned, like, the the check-in or the weigh-in, that went really well. I mean, that was, you know, well thought out and, and made the process go pretty quick, and if there was any... You no know, questions regarding uh measurements or whatever that you know they had a second judge that was available or somebody else to look at it so it went really well and of course the social hours is great prizes sponsors um i don't know that it could be ran any better so hats off to uh everybody that was involved i mean i know alan doesn't want to take all the credit which he shouldn't but he was definitely instrumental in that as well as many other people so it for was sure well run and, look forward to it next year or wherever it is yeah
0: <laughs> how about you matt
1: oh I, I think uh you know everybody's already said most of the things i mean the the, the cookout was awesome uh it, this whole process was fairly new to me i mean i you know am really new to this whole game and and uh the whole launch was was new and trying to get the kayaks in the water all at the same time and, Waiting for the the horn to blow and and get to your spot. You know, it it was a new experience for me, and uh, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly did, and uh, even though my results didn't uh, didn't pan out like some of the other ones, and you know, even my my uh, practice uh, was a lot better than my my tournament ended up to be. But uh, that's just the way it goes, I suppose. Um, You know, as far as sharing water. I think uh, that's a whole new experience for me because, you know, even the the tournaments that we've been, that I've been in in a club that we've all been together, uh, the water, the bodies of water have been big enough, and our and the number that we've had hasn't been as as great as you know fifty. So, it was a new, it was a new experience to share water with that many people and and to to uh, fish side people and. Um, you know, try not to fish on top of someone, to give people space and that sort of thing. So, uh, it was an experience I enjoy, I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, you know, the cookout and the prizes. And, 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 and you're right, I think the, the, um, the check in w- was great. I, I thought the first day being on the porch was a little, uh, That'd be my only thing that I would have to say as a deterrent or, or as, a, as a negative was it was right there on the porch. So it's hard to get everybody in there. But the, the second day when we were doing it under the the uh, at the picnic tables there at, at the launch, that was so much better. I felt, you know, you get up to your, your judge and you hand them your phone and it was it was done quick. And you know, it wasn't a bunch of people standing around waiting for one judge, you know, for um, sure. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, our whole team enjoyed it um, and, uh, you know, enjoyed getting together with them. And, uh, you know, we're going to experience a little bit of that this weekend at our, at our next tournament and, and, you know, doing some camping and fire and, you know, sitting around fire and drinking and, you know, having a good time. So.
0: Very cool. Very cool. How about you, Steve?
1: Yeah, I think everybody's kind of hit the nail on the
3: head on, on what my thoughts were. Yeah. Um, Kind of what Dusty said, though, as far as the team aspect, that was the first time I've ever uh, fished a tournament like that, and uh, it was was a really cool experience, and actually a lot of the guys that uh, made it from our our club, the Grubby, they're already talking about next year and, you know, doing what they can to make sure that they qualify next year, so I think um, us as a growing club, this is something that we're going to promote to uh, get some more involvement um, Just how successful this this, uh, tournament was. how much
0: fun it was, and, and uh, that sort of thing. Heck yeah, man, heck yeah. So let's talk about the team aspect. I know there was like code words going on between KBL teammates. Like, did it? Did MKT and GRBY and SIAC, You guys. I mean, what was everybody's strategy? Because I know after the tournament, um, I saw a comment from, I believe it was Pat Keating. You know, he wasn't worried about the individual win. He was all about the team win, and I thought that was cool. You know, he was all about the team win. So, I mean, what, was your guys the same thoughts in the same place? Did you guys strategize things like that?
4: Well, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to jump in or, or talk over anybody yeah. else. Um, but uh, I mean, it's one of those things where the better you do, the better you do as an individual, the better you help sure. your team. Yeah. I mean, you could look at it many different ways. Sure. But I mean, I I totally understand what you're saying. Um, it was just really cool to have that aspect. And and absolutely, um, you know, prior to the event, um, you know, me and mi- myself and Michigan Kayak Trail, you know, Tom and, and Jeremiah and Pat and Steve, I mean, we were we were an open book. I mean, we we we, uh, we went back and forth about what we thought might work and, you know, things that have worked in the past. And, uh, you know, we really tried to, you know, be, uh, you know, just open with everybody and like, you know, try to strategize about. Uh, you know what good what you know what what good things there were to do and to throw and to, you know, okay. to do this and that. So we 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 did try to you know uh, you know work as a team for sure. How about you guys, Matt?
1: Oh I, yeah, we definitely uh, tried to work as a team. I mean, I think the phone, uh, the, the the you know not having great signal there was was a deterrent of that. But certainly after every time one of us had gone over to practice, you know, we came back with a report. Okay. Uh, we had a little Facebook group that we were chatting with one another and uh, telling you know what we caught them on and where we caught them and you know that sort of thing and and you know I don't believe that any of us prior to this tournament had ever been that way. Okay. So um, you know uh, the KBO guys had been there and and that, it seemed like you know they had it going on with their with their or their UHF. Videos or whatever they were doing, uh, you know, I, I had kind of had that thought before uh, the tournament started, but uh, you know, I didn't. You know, we just didn't go that far. You know, we and 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 so, you know, like the first day, we there was a little chatter back and forth. You know, when we had signal to talk to one another and that sort of thing. But I think day two, everybody was focused on trying to get a limit, and and so there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of chatter at all. Right. But but, but we appreciated it. and We like I said, we we tried beforehand to, to go ahead and to, to tell everybody what we were catching on and, and that sort of thing.
0: So. Right on. How about you guys, Steve?
1: Yeah, um, we, we were kind of filling
3: each other in, um, especially leading up to it. I, I didn't get a chance to get on the water beforehand, uh, so my first time on Mid Lake was uh, Saturday morning, but uh, a couple of our guys made it out to pre-fish and you know, they had that good insight and stuff like that. But with that front moving through it kind of changed things. Um so it wasn't uh, wasn't the way it was fishing the days leading up to it, but um it was really cool. I think again with the team thing, um just being able to communicate on the water and have somebody to say, Hey, this is what's working and um and kind of bounce ideas off of throughout the tournament. Whereas normally, you know, if you especially if you go to a two day tournament you're kinda of a recruit almost you're not really
0: talking to everybody about what's working next week. for sure for sure all right so you know if you guys haven't seen the results uh kbl1 what what was it what was the code words you guys were using out there on the radios I know Alan had like a cheat sheet in his pocket. He's like, yeah, I can't really show you this right now.
2: It, it, it would have panned out better if the actual signal from our radios actually worked. By the time I, I made it to my spot, all I heard was crackle on the on the radio, and that was about it. The only, the only way I knew somebody was in range was somebody started crackling on my radio, and I knew they were just around the corner. But luckily uh, that first day, you know, that was that's kind of – thing what dusty was saying you know we were we were pretty much an open book as soon as a team was assembled as far as what we're going to do i actually went on and made a, a google map of all my spots and included everybody else's spots so that everybody could share that and, and have that handy because that's the thing like that's great if you know what to throw and that but if you don't know where to go and where to throw it at it doesn't help you a whole lot so i was i was more than happy to share you know what little knowledge i had at la because i mean uh, I had no practice prior to this tournament, and I probably have fished Newton maybe five times okay. in the last few years. Um, so I just went off of what I what I know, what I started on, and luckily where I ended up at, I had a limit like half hour. And so, you know, I'm trying to paddle over by where um, Joel was at because I knew he wasn't that farther down, much farther down from me. And I'm like screaming on the radio, like trying to get his butt over there because I knew it was going to be a short window fighting that. And luckily, you know, I heard the crackle on the radio and he was com- coming up and he got there just in time to, you know, fill in his limit. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was the biggest thing is just making sure that if somebody was struggling or they didn't have fish, you know, put them on fish, you tell them exactly what you're doing. You know, I, I literally was giving waypoints out and, you know, sit your butt here, cast this direction, use this bait, use, you know, do this retrieve. And that helped out everybody because by, you know, Sunday, I think shoot by like 9 10 o'clock at the latest, all five of us already had a limit. So, I mean, we were all, we were firing on all. So, you know, it just, it was just a matter of trying to find those bigger bites too. Um, you know, Sean got on them. Um, I missed a big fish on Saturday. That would have made a difference. So it just, it could have gone either way. Um, just, it was just a matter of who fished clean and who fished, uh, who found those big fish and, you know, whatnot. So, right on yeah
0: right on so i mean which where did everybody fish warm water side cold water side mix of the both or
4: i fished
2: the hot side both days
0: how about you dusty okay
4: yeah i fished on the cold side both days I'm, I'm a little more comfortable with spots there although i do have spots on the hot side uh that i didn't visit at all um so i mean i i i, I was I don't really regret the decision at all. Um I did unfortunately lose a couple of fish on Sunday, but um yeah, I mean, uh, I think the cold side's where it's at. Not? How about you, Joel? You were up on the warm side if you were up by Allen then, right?
5: Yeah, I fished both days hot side, um just for the I've only been there that was like my third time there, so it's just more familiar if you wanna call that that, uh on the warm side, but hey, I wanted to just we were talking about the code words. I'll, I'll give you one because uh, I know that Pat Keating would, uh, you know, if I didn't mention this one, he would probably have slip up. So we had one for, like, if uh, it was Sexy Shad, right? So if that was the color, the code word was Danica Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell?
3: I think you just I, got kicked I, off the I, team, I, I, bro. I Danica. Danica. <laughs>
5: Uh, that's all right. We'll brush. change them. We'll use different ones next time.
4: Right.
0: <laughs> right. Well, Pat, being a Rockford guy, I—I I mean, that makes sense, you know. Danica's from out this way, so I get it. I like it.
4: Okay, uh, that's a connection I, I, I didn't know. I forgot about that. Yeah. How about you, uh, Matt? What sides you fish?
1: Uh, I mostly fish uh, down near the dam and around, uh, and on the warm side too. But but just well, mostly down and around the dam on both. Side
0: on you know on both edges of that, so. okay right on yeah I caught a few fish down there on Sunday uh, so I've seen I saw quite a few kayaks coming in and out of there and then fishing that tall grass on both sides of it so but um, yeah I mean uh, anybody got any suggestions for like changes next year I mean Alan I know you guys put out like a survey and stuff how how was the response overall from from everybody
2: uh, uh... Overall, it was really good. Um, You know, I can't say I wouldn't be surprised by that. But, you know, some of the comments and stuff, um, you know, obviously you have to take into account for next year. And, you know, just to clear the air and a couple of the things. So, you know, some of the guys were complaining about, you know, the the amount of beds at the Outdoor Sportsman's Lodge. Um, That was communicated to your team leads. And that just must have the information that must have not got relayed back down to the team for whatever reason. So, you know, that's on us. We didn't do a good job on, you know, making sure you guys, you know, brought extra bedding and stuff if you needed it. Um, you know, the, the weigh-ins, you know, were, were as smooth as we could do it um i know like matt was saying how it was tough getting up onto the porch there and do that but just just the the location and that it was probably the easiest for susie to set up and get everybody going so we'll make sure that we got a little bit more of an open space and it's not directly in the sun i'm sure everybody was frying out there on saturday as it was and didn't want to be in the heat on top of it um but the only other things i could think of um you know, guys weren't, you know, exactly used to, you know, the launching all at the same place. They want to have different launches if they wanted to get closer to their <laughs> spots, which, which I can understand. But just the way the lake is set up, you know, that, you know, making sure everybody arrives at the same ramp, make sure everybody's safe. You know, I don't want everybody getting split up and then, you know, having people get stuck somewhere. And So it was just it was just easier doing it that way. And and you were kind of in a central location, too. So, you know, you're, you're at least at the bottom of the lake so you can go either direction if needed to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, all of that stuff, I mean, I know there's a bunch of guys that still haven't filled out the survey yet, so I suggest doing that because, um, you know, all your feedback is just going to make things better for next year. So
0: For sure, for sure. So uh, any plans for next year? I know uh, KBL gets to choose a, a location. Any thoughts on that?
2: Um, so, right now, it's just a matter of figuring out who's going to be in for next year uh, first. So, are our, our clubs staying, are our clubs going? Uh, what kind of wiggle room do we have or, or you know, headroom do we have to add maybe one or two more clubs for next year? Because, obviously, want, they want to have more people. Um, you know, we we talked about it. We're still going to keep it the same four state region. I don't think we're going to add any more states for next year just because it gets out of hand it gets too crazy with more clubs than that it just you know makes it simpler for us so i mean it's still going to be the same criteria if a club hosts at least one tournament in one of the four states or uh you know a shared waterway like you know the mississippi river or st Clair or something like that will you know they're, they're eligible to come in to to compete um but yeah, so it's just a matter of getting the club set, and then next thing is going to be picking a lake uh, location, and then getting a the date set. So, just something that uh, doesn't interfere with everybody's schedules. That's already out there, and then obviously having it late late in the season to uh, kind of have everybody wrap up their angler of the year standings and all that too. So, so it'll it'll be coming out probably in the next couple of weeks. I'm thinking.
0: Okay. You that guys got cool. any lakes in mind?
2: Uh, we've been talking about it. We've been messing with, uh, Steve Glinka. Okay. bouncing ideas off of him. Him. We're, we're going to, we're going to pick the most shallow, <laughs> you know, most tree infested lake we could possibly find.
0: Banner Marsh. <laughs> I mean.
2: Well, it might, be, it might be in the right, one of the places on the list. And that's a, well, that's one of Patrick's favorite places to fish.
4: Right on. <laughs> oh man. so. so, so so, so, yeah, so KBL obviously won it, so it's obviously going to be uh, – they get to pick, right? It, it, does it have to be in Illinois?
2: Uh, we'd like it to be. I mean, that's the way we kind of set it up. So yeah. if Michigan hosts it, then obviously we want a Michigan waterway in that. Right. Um, you know, try to keep as much of a home field advantage as, as possible. Now, but I, don't I, mind
4: that. I don't mind that at all.
2: Right. But the one thing, you know, I think we're going to try to reinstate this year and I got to talk to everybody else is that the winning team can only host the the tournament for two seasons in a row. That yeah. way, it's not like everybody like it keeps on going to the same place every year. So then it, what it'll do it'll roll down to the second place team and then they get to decide. So so we'll have to work that out. But I don't think that uh, I think that should be a thing where we just two years and that's it and then pass it on to the next guy.
0: Very cool, very cool. So I know there was – I think it was a conversation that was held between Titus and I. And, uh, I mean, has it been discussed or has there been a thought of maybe expanding this a little bit where you have different regions around the country with teams competing and then after everybody holds their battle you have – a team from each region come battle it out somewhere centrally in the states?
2: I think that would be a cool idea. I mean, that's, that's my feeling that it should be heading. I mean, Texas has their third Lone Star throwdown down there, which, you know, they already got the ball started and this is kind of mirrored a little bit after them. Uh, we got our own thing, but I mean, that's that's the thing like guys i don't want anybody getting upset that we're not including them on this and we're not trying to you know make them a part of this but at the same time you know nothing's to say that you can't go out on your own and do this you know get a bunch of guys together get them all on the same page but there there has to be a point where you have to lay it out to say you know nobody owns this sure nobody has sure ha- has the ownership or the right to say what says and what what's you know goes and what what's been done um we've got to work together and make it happen um but yeah i mean if we can get to the point where we have several different regions we want them all meet in the middle and you know have the top guys from across the country i think at that point we'll have a really true national championship
0: i totally agree and You know, I'm not one to bash any certain league, whatever, but, you know, some of these championships on a national level, I think the only one that's really doing it right, uh, honestly, is Hobie, right? I mean, you're taking top winners from each individual uh, tournament and then throwing them all together, not top whatever anglers qualified and, you know, throw them in a bunch. Whereas what you guys did, and that was the thing, man, like, this whole event this past weekend i'm watching everybody interact and i mean you had the best five sticks from ten clubs just come and battle it out and i thought that was cool man i thought in my opinion that was a true championship i think everybody thoroughly enjoyed it but i mean and there was a vibe there too i think uh from from a spectator looking in like you know yeah, there was a competitive edge there, but everybody was there just to have a good time and socialize like Dusty talked on. So I thought that was really cool, man, to see, see guys that, you know, I I did a, a podcast with Brock, the guy that got hit by the boat. And I said, you know, it's it was kind of an unfortunate event, right? But however, me and him have kind of become friends. You know, I've kind of, you know, talked to him quite a bit since everything happened um, and, and he did. Thank you, Alan, and everybody else that you know chipped in. He he got enough money to get a new pair of glasses. He just got a new phone. His awesome. his inbox has been blowing up. Uh, people are sending him reels, line, all kinds of stuff. He thanked you guys for the rods and the and the baits and everything. But I thought it was cool. I said, "Dude had had we not been at this event, uh, I don't think we would have ever talked. I wouldn't know who you were, you know." And, and and I think that's cool you know I, I met a lot of cool people just walking around talking to everybody and it seemed like that was the ongoing thing and I think that's that's one great thing about our sport right is you know everybody just comes together and bonds as one because we have one common goal and that's just getting out on the water and fishing man so um, right. yeah I mean anybody got any thoughts as far as that goes like the whole social aspect of it I know Dusty touched on it some
5: yeah. Just one second. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say I you know, I just to add to that, it was interesting. I mean, you know, obviously we had tons of good sticks in there. I was Eric Siddiqui, obviously is very well known nationally. I've never talked to the guy in my life. But, you know, I had the opportunity, you know, after like I think it was day one, sitting out, you know, me and a bunch of other people, we we're all just sitting up on the upper level of the the uh, where the rooms were at and just i mean bs and for like hours sure it was just it was cool just to you know forget about the competition just talk about just whatever yeah right. right. it was cool Um, right yeah so it was a great opportunity i maybe would never have had that opportunity or um even approached you know i'd just be doing my own thing so it was kind of cool to be able to just talk with a bunch of people so
4: yeah yeah I was I was uh, as I was driving down to uh, the hotel um it was it was kind of a, it was it was neat it was just a little different I mean of course you know you often see people you know and you know you you rendezvous and you know kind of who's staying at what hotel but and in, in this particular event you're my, my team the team was there you know sure. so it's like it's like uh, you know I'm texting and I'm you know I'm, I'm about to meet my team you know you of course discuss some more strategy and have a few cold ones in the hotel bar and, you know, go hang out, you know, out back and tie stuff on and talk lures. So yeah, it was, it was, you know, it, 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 like I said earlier, it, it, it definitely brought a unique element um, to the whole thing. Um, and I, 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 and, and, and like I said earlier, I think you're going to see more of it. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah.
2: Just to touch on it too. Um, you know, when I started the KBL back in uh, 2012, I mean, I didn't expect it to grow, you know, grow and blow up like it has been, especially in Illinois. Um, You know, a lot of these guys are on our club or members in our club. I mean, we've been together since it started. Um, So I've known these guys for a long time now. And to see that kind of emulate to this tournament where guys are, you know, getting to know each other, talking to each other. I mean, people are, you know, friends now afterwards. I mean, Eric Siddiqui and and Steve Blinka are like tight at the hip now. Yeah. Well,
4: so, They're brothers. Long lost brothers. They were born in the same damn womb. <laughs> right, right.
2: So, I mean, it's, it's cool seeing that. And I think, I think the bottom line, you know, I think in competition and tournament fishing now, I think kayak fishing has gotten to the point where, you know people have gotten a name for themselves are developing themselves to a different level than a lot of guys you know it's, it's getting more professional and I, and I understand that but at the same time you know we all gotta just you know get back to our roots and realize that we're all just fishing out of plastic boats you know we can't take ourselves too seriously i understand the the competition aspect of it but you know at the end of the day all these guys respected each other um you know we all we all come from the same you know passion of wanting to catch you know a green fish and you know it's it's that's the way it should be and you know as long as everybody you know maintains that respect for each other and we we can do this and and, you know have a good camaraderie between each other i think that's the angle more than anything heck yeah heck yeah
0: i dig it man well Anybody else got anything else? If not, I'll let you guys kind of go through, say so your closing statements, you know, make your plans for next year, your statements for next year until we reconvene on this subject and, uh, you know, see where we go.
2: Right. Now, if anything, too, you guys, you know, that's one more point is just the qualification for this tournament has now gotten to a different level, a different tier at this point, now that you guys have experienced that. And this all means good things for your separate clubs because that's one more thing, more one more low-hanging fruit for you guys to hang out there and say, "Hey, this was an awesome event." You know, it'll hopefully drive a lot more interest to each individual club and get more guys involved and you know keep them more active to end up you know back there. So, okay. so definitely add to your advantage when you guys are getting members and getting participation next year.
0: Right on, Dusty. Oh, go ahead, Matt.
1: I certainly think that you know coming into it um some of us looked at it as something that we wanted to do that we wanted to go we wanted to maintain or or get to this level and 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 be in the top group so that we could go to this uh and experience it uh for the first time and and do that And, and i think uh there were there were some at least in our club that uh, I don't think they paid a whole lot of attention to it. Um, you know, there there were still people at the end of the year going, Well, when is that? and what is what's going on? And you know, we had talked about it several times. Sure. Uh the club page and, and with one another and saying, Hey, this and and every time we had a tournament I would put out, you know, the numbers and say, Listen, this is our you know, this is our top five that, that's going to this thing and, you know, do your best. Let's get out there and try. And and, and and i think now that this has happened um and they've they've seen what's going on i think i think uh uh alan's right that that hopefully we'll have better better participation and and and, and more people that want to put every effort forth uh, uh you know up front to do this and 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 to get to that point so
0: well let's talk about this real quick let's talk about the payouts on this i i mean alan you know those numbers right off the top of your head because, I mean, those payouts were, were pretty stellar for a 50-guy tournament. Right. I'm going to so throw that out there because I think that's one thing, too. Like, I, I don't think that a lot of guys realize, like, what was at stake, right? I mean, yeah, right. obviously. And that's one thing, too. Like, all the sponsors you guys had, everybody got a raffle ticket at check-in after day one. And you guys called raffle tickets. You cycled through those twice
4: right
0: with 50 it was like guys two, it was like
4: two hours of raffle yeah, dude my <laughs>
0: my arm was falling asleep like holding the phone up live streaming i'm like hurry up dude we just want the damn results right you know but i mean so that's something to say too i mean you guys had everything from you know some baits and stuff to what the flambeau crate i know somebody there was like two batteries that got given away uh mm-hmm. a kayak i mean you know just a great list of prizes so um but as far as the payouts go I know it was uh first through fifth got paid. Um Siddiqui was first. Uh what was that gentleman's name that was second? Uh, uh Lucas. Yep, and then Broskovich. Broskovich, oh, yeah, yep, yep. Lucas Brokovich, third was Sean yeah, Wood. Fourth man. was Dusty and uh fifth was uh Patrick Tharp. So right. I think what Siddiqui took home fifteen hundred bucks or something for first place. Fifteen uh, hundred
2: With, with uh, first place and big bass, he took over eighteen hundred dollars. So.
0: You're right, and then the team, the team check for first place that was over a thousand bucks, right?
2: Or over fifteen hundred dollars.
0: Over fifteen hundred.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, so we mean, paid. We paid out like fifty-eight hundred dollars in just cash, and then another. 8,000 plus and prizes.
0: I mean, if that doesn't get you amped up to qualify, I don't know what does.
2: Right. And that's you know, just the first year Just wait till next year, it's going to be even bigger.
0: I might just fish a bunch of local clubs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, we, I was, I was lucky. I was lucky enough to, you know, I fish with Alan in the same league and stuff. And, you know, I was, I was sort of privy to the concept at an early stage. Um, and, uh, uh coincidentally, um, you know, when I first got into kayak fishing and kind of first kind of saw how it worked and got a little experience, started to meet some people and stuff like that. Uh, I, 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 I was I was I thought I always thought that would be cool, like some sort of Midwest All Star Battle or like the like the you know the top people from around the nation. But sure. you know, I really didn't have I really didn't have a good enough grasp as to how that um, might uh, all actually work. So. Um, it, I, you know, for me personally, um, since the beginning of the season, that was something that I totally looked forward to. It was definitely incentive uh, to me. So getting back to what uh, Alan and you, you other guys were saying, how um, or I mean, how Matt was saying some people didn't even know about it or really kind of weren't certain about it. I, I definitely had it in my mind as something that I wanted to qualify for. And right. um, I had the benefit of being able to try to do it in two leagues. You know, I fished the KBO and the MKT. So sure. um, I, was, I was in a unique spot there. Um and then, uh, well, I mean, that's kind of all I have to say about that. I wanted to talk about some other stuff, but. I'm, well, I was
0: wondering if you wanted to address the uh, the statement that was made that you were called a traitor.
2: Oh. <laughs> I mean, of course, <laughs> you're call a traitor, but we, we all okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think.
4: <laughs> I mean, along 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 the lines of of you know of that of that word, I mean, I, I think uh, it's. You know, just in jest, of course. But um, you know, I I, uh, I couldn't even get in KBL, damn it, the first year, man. Michigan <laughs> 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 come and embrace me with open arms, man. I had to wait, knock on the door. I remember, I remember trying to get into KBL. I think I was like telling Alan, dude, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the damn uh, internet at you know whenever at 5:59 a.m. or whenever he, on January 1st or whenever the hell it was, something like that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Or, I remember that was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to miss my slot. Right. See, like Pat,
2: Pat Keating put it, every time we come in and, and talk about them, they're like, "What was it? It was hashtag #OperationBetrayal." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I remember. I remember this. It, I mean, I, if I put you in my shoes, it might be a little more understandable. Um, sure. Going into the, going into the championship uh it was still up in the air yeah Uh, everything was up in the air and and for me the michigan kayak trail was a roll down spot my my regular season on the kayak trail on the michigan trail um other than a really good start um wasn't really good uh, with a dq uh included so um i was you know fortunate enough to do good in that state championship and then get the roll down spot so i said yes just to sort of clear my mind and be able to, like, you know, organize and maybe, you know, book a hotel and all that stuff because I had sure. no idea what the championship was going to be like. So, right on. I kind of, I kind of, my, my card, my, my hand was sort of forced. If I you get will. it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> right. Right
2: on. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do to go to the show, man.
0: Heck yeah. Yeah. Totally. Heck yeah. Joel? Um, oh, go ahead, Al. No,
2: just real quick, too, thinking about this. Um, you know if there's anybody i want to thank to about this whole thing i mean everything involved with this sean wood has to get props okay. for all of this so a lot of people don't know sean wood actually got me involved in kayak fishing when i first started back in 2012. he was the first person to reach out to me we were we were friends before that through you know mutual forums and stuff we used to circle on and he offered his kayak up we went and fished a local lake and it was history ever since. So I could, you know, acknowledge anybody that he'd be the guy. And I told him I was texting him on the way back home. I said, if I would have told you back in 2012 that we'd be fishing on a team together, competing against nine other clubs in, in the in the Midwest, do you think I I was crazy? Yeah, right. And, you know. So that's awesome. Big shout out to him for getting all this possible.
0: Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Final thoughts, Joel. <laughs>
5: Uh what, what? the other thing I'll say is this. Uh I wanna thank my teammates. Alan Weedmeyer, yeah. Matt Keating, Dave Brooke, Sean Wood. Dude, we did it. <laughs> we did it.
4: <laughs> you did?
5: We did hey, it. Hey, right? Yeah.
2: Oh right there. There
5: you go. So uh, <laughs> I'm just uh I'm I'm grateful for being on the team. And I was able to make the team and contribute, and I think it went great. And I look forward to, uh, you know, making the team next year. So uh, just thanks to everybody that was involved in making this a success, and um, it's only you know, it can only get bigger and better. So, yeah, buddy. Thank you,
0: Matt.
1: Oh, I think I've, I've said all. I, need today. I mean, I I look forward to trying. Uh, to make it again next year uh i will put my best foot forward to that and hopefully drag a bunch of other people along and we'll see where it ends up at the, at the end of the year so
0: right on steve you got any final thoughts man
1: Yeah. You know, oh no i'm sorry
4: go ahead sorry
3: go ahead buddy oh yeah um really the only thing i want to say is like everybody else said uh, thanks to Alan, all the tournament directors sponsors basically anybody that contributed to this tournament um great time and uh, looking
0: forward to next year. Heck yeah, man! Go ahead, Dusty.
4: Um, oh, I wanted to mention um, the fact that I think I mean like an observation or just maybe a reality or whatever is the the and it, it, it subtle and not so subtle. Um, the level of competition that um, you know I'm facing, we're facing, that we're all a part of, I think is just I mean it, it seems to be getting better and better and better each week or each time I'm in a tournament or each time I hear things or see posts um I mean you see a lot of of course you see a lot of young people dominating even in the pro level and a lot of this generation coming out that's just like super equipped with resources and information um you see a ton of young kids yeah and uh, and young sticks and young anglers that was evident in Crossroads uh what's what's the, what's uh Jackson Orr's uh, league uh Indiana Ki- Kayak anglers I yeah can't. yeah I mean I mean I mean, those guys I mean you know they're they're, they're young you know they're young, yeah. they're young and they fish really well and they they, and they do very well and uh you know, you of course are, are are fighting you know, you're competing against um, you know, veterans and people with a lot of experience too. So um, just the just the, the level of your playing field, the competition that sure. you know, of of, of your of your, your your you know, your competition is getting is getting really, you know stiff. Yeah, really stiff. Heck yeah. That's to work.
0: What were you gonna
1: say, Matt? I was gonna say, you know, those those five from IKA or at least four of the very young and uh, but they're definitely good and, and ika had a bunch of good sticks and 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 they rose of, of all of them.
0: yeah yeah i mean i know they fish their butts off man uh they came in third uh behind mkt and uh yeah man Credible, credible
4: performance on their part for sure who, who, who are we gonna joe joe you're going up to uh, lacrosse right uh
5: that is the plan, yes. Yeah, that's the Brian,
4: plan. Brian, you're going to lacrosse too, right? I'll be at lacrosse. Matt, are you going to lacrosse?
1: Uh I'm qualified, but I am not going. Our, my wife and I's anniversary is that uh, just a day or two after that. So we're we're we've got a plan.
4: So. Oh for sure, man, priorities. Well, uh, according to the Travel Wisconsin uh, f- uh, fall peak color indicator, it'll be peak fall colors, man, up in lacrosse. <laughs> Just in time for the tournament, man. So I'm wishing everybody safe travels up there. I'm, I'm hoping to see a lot of hopefully people in the Nation, sure. and uh, it should be a beautiful, should be a beautiful trip up there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you two guys too. So we yeah, a beer, grab a beer together, probably, hopefully. For sure, for sure. Alan, final thoughts,
0: man?
2: No, I'm just again, I'm appreciative of everybody hopping on again today to talk about it. I'm just, I'm just, you know, over the moon with, you know. How well it went, and people that had fun, and everybody had a good time, and we're still hearing about it, you know, several days afterwards. So it's that's all I could uh, could have hoped for, and uh, you know, I appreciate everybody just making my my brainchild basically uh, a reality. <laughs> you know, it kind of uh, went from there, and I hope it continues for many more years. So
0: for sure, man, I think you deserve to pat yourself on the back for sure. Um. I want to thank you for allowing us to cover cover this and invite me down to help out and stuff like that. So yeah. I had a blast, man. I'm hoping maybe next year I'll compete. If not, I'll come down and do the same thing I did this year. So, but uh, yeah, man. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time out this evening, and uh, we'll uh, see you guys uh, about a year from now. So. That being said, guys, until next time, tight lines, smooth paddling.
2: Welcome to the Paddling Field, the epic podcast of all things kayaks. We are hoes for a bunch of long time fishermen, decided to get the kayak fishing world, and guess what? They're taking you along. Right. So welcome in and welcome I don't
0: Just want to take a brief moment to give a little shout out to our show sponsors. Rocktown Adventures For all your outdoor adventure needs, visit Rocktownadventures.com. Loveland canoe and kayak if you're in the Ohio area. Go check them out at LovelandCanoe.com. Hammered Lures, our man Eric Richards making some pretty epic baits. You can check out his store at HammeredLures.MySpotify.com. Coyote Sunglasses, get your floating glasses for the next adventure out on the water. They float, they're polarized, all different styles to fit your pretty little face. Fish Mob Lures, my man Jay Randall making buzz baits, spinner baits, you name it. He's got a whole array of things. And if it isn't listed on the Facebook page, shoot him a message. Maybe he can make it up for you. Southern Lake Co., awesome apparel, you guys. Uh, check out southernlakecompany.com. And our newest sponsor, TRC Covers. Protect your investment. Wrap your rods, your reels. They got custom colors, logos, You name it, they got it. Go check out trccovers.com. What's up, boys and girls? Just wanted to take a quick minute to talk to you about the Paddle and Fin gear. If you haven't seen it yet, go to paddle, the letter N in fin.com. Go click that store tab at the top. Check out the store. We got tons of t-shirt designs, long sleeves, hoodies, phone cases. You name it, it's on there. Give it a gander.